Empire. Triple Play Fantasy's football show with D. Mindy, Brass Adamus, Doc, and Johnny Foosball starts now. David, press for time, still does the full 30-second intro. <laughs> I know it does. Well, that's a way to go. Welcome in, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome into the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show, a proud member of Empire Media and the Empire Media Podcast Network. D. Mendy here, of course, joined by the sexy voice you already heard. That is Johnny Foosball, John Van Etten. John, I got to know, do you now fear the deer? Oh, yeah, but sexy voice, that's Brad. Why did you That's true, you're right. I, I am giving you the wrong title there. Uh, but I will get to the sexy voice in a second. Of course, you also know regular part of the crew here that is almost no longer homeless it is the doc eric mendelson what's going on <laughs> yo come this saturday i'll have a home i'm looking forward to it and good wi-fi because you'll probably get kicked out of the pod a few times i'm sure yeah you know i have a backup one ready so we're, we're gucci all right and then of course the voice that you heard also the normal Part of the crew here rounding it out. The guy who always asks the right questions. It is the Brad Stradamus, Brad Kilgore. What's going on? I got a question for you. How do we feel about ASMR? I got some meatballs and Brussels sprouts here. I feel like I need to eat. Brad, every, every time you talk, it's ASMR, buddy. Oh, wow. <laughs> you guys are too wow. sweet. Too sweet. All right. Well, we got a lot planned for you guys today. And that has to start with introducing. But you didn't answer my question. Can I eat on the pod? I mean, you do you, bro. I'm not going to stop right. you. I love it. In the chat, right, well, if you don't like it, let, let me know. I don't want to <laughs> ruin anybody's experience here. All right. Well, I got to introduce everybody that we got here. We got a, a big cast of characters here. Our first guy we got introduced, he is a, a long friend of ours. First place in his 2016 Champions League football Fantasy Football League. The man that is on the Tequila Wall of Fame in your local uh, burrito palace in Baltimore. A man that says all the right things. He actually coined the phrase today that if it was his own funeral, he would still be here. It is the man, the legend, Nick Loisel. What is going on, my friend? Yeah, I'm, I'm honored for the first intro. Uh, and also a quick shout out, uh, David, you and I, same burrito place, uh, podium finish at the competition. We did. Third place. We eat our burritos in under five minutes. It was legendary. That's it right. If they used brown rice instead of white rice, David would have finished it because it'd be healthy then. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He finished this year. We'll get uh, we'll do it even quicker. Oh yeah, for sure. Our next guest joining the pod, he scouts every major league baseball and minor league baseball player with his eyes closed. Only gives bad fantasy advice. 10K five star reviews on Yelp. He also is the master of the one liners on Twitter, making his debut on his first podcast it is jp aka dap scout what's going on hey guys really happy to be on here um yeah man i I just gotta tell everybody i I know the first thing that everybody's gonna see is like oh my god it's two davids and we get that all the time we're twinsies (laughs) um and a lot of people aren't gonna know this but the way david and i met actually about five six years ago 
I don't know if you want to go into this whole thing, but we used to be in the same circuit. We were always competing against each other and constantly would get like, oh my God, it's, you know, are you David? It's a JP. It's, it's me. And so just to show you how much we look alike, I mean, look, you could just, you could kind of see it, right? You kind of see how <laughs> the resemblance, it's very, it's very similar. So yeah, um, I'm glad to be on here and it's great to see you again, man. Thanks for coming through yesterday at the Walmart and uh, getting me to come on. Hey man, anything for you? Long, uh, long overdue to get you on here. Got to introduce our next guy here. He is a husband, a scientist by day, fantasy football analyst by night. I didn't even know he was a scientist. That's really cool, actually. Uh, he does projections and rankings, and he's host of FF Diagnostics and Liftoff, the New York Jets, Gridiron Ratings. The man is everywhere. The diagnostics is what I know him for because he helps solve all those problems with your fantasy football leagues. The man that says, my name is not junior it is jr mr john june aka jr football nerd in the house adding to the stream what's up man what is good people what is good mendy i don't know if i could ever come up with any intro as good as the intros you're you're slinging out here today brother but i definitely appreciate being here with the triple play fantasy group i mean you guys do phenomenal work you guys are phenomenal people so definitely gonna relish this opportunity and let's have some fun mock drafting today I mean, I appreciate the the words and uh, long admired all that you do. And I'm really pumped to have you on the show today. And hopefully you don't snipe any of the guys we've got playing in this mock draft. So I got uh, your my guy list right here. Oh, man, I have to play. oh man, that's, not, that's not good. All the stuff is out there. All right. That's who you're steering clear from. So yeah, <laughs> there you go. Our next guy we got to introduce in here is Mr. Fantasy Football, the president of the Deontay Johnson fan club host of the Fresh Fantasy Podcast, one of the most, or one of the best up-and-coming fantasy football podcasts out there. He's a writer for the FF League winners. Again, this man is a host extraordinaire. Just interviewed Stefania Bell on his show today, and you'll be able wow. to check that out tomorrow. The man does everything. It is Alex Caruso, not the Lakers guard, but the fantasy football analyst. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> That's a killer intro, man. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, I had, I had Stefania on the show today. She was absolutely fantastic. I followed up like just like you did. So, no, I'm, it was super blessed to have that, and I'm happy to be on here with you guys. Hey, again, pumped to have you. You're one of the best up-and-coming people in the game, one of the best hosts that people need to know. So pumped to have you on the show. And, of course, got to introduce our last drafter that's in the room with us today. And it's it's a special guy. So special, I'm going to make him wait. Another second in suspense. <laughs> he is a husband, a girl dad, an analyst for Razzball Football, an expert ranker for fantasy pros. He is part of the wrestling mat. He's a former abridged film critic. Heck, this man is never wrong because he's always Joey Wright. It is Mr. Joey Wright in the house. What's going on, man? Hey, how's it going? Thank you so much for having me on. Hey, pumped to have you. And again, great fantasy football mind. Long overdue to get you on the show. Happy to have all you guys on the show. Uh, it's it's definitely something I'm going to do my best to navigate. We've got a lot of smart people, a lot of people that know their stuff and uh, are outwardly spoken and on their opinions. <laughs> and what? And then me. <laughs> and then Don, yeah. Don, of course, rounding it out. I like Doc without his picture there. I know he's sending something in the text there that he probably can't 
turn his camera on, but that's all good. He's doing better. Like Jeffrey Tubin. You know what? Can you guys hear me okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, it's kind of off-putting. It's like an AI is talking to me or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, got to use the work computer. Who, who cares if they see my, uh, what I'll, I do? I'll edit computer. that out, Doc, so you don't have to worry about them. There we go. No, none of them listen to the pod. It's okay. <laughs> I will have to acknowledge, of course, we also have Mr. Zach Attack, FF Chalupa, Batman, Host of the Tripwire, he writes everywhere that's anywhere on uh, fantasy football Twitter. Part of the Scott Fishbowl, of course, Razball. He's also a keto member. He's also going to be drafting with us, but not in the room talking with you guys today. So everybody's been uh, introed in here. Got a great crew. Oh Let's man, that's drafting. Yeah, that's right. Well, of course, we got our ten-team mock draft today. It's going to be exciting. Of course, make sure you stay tuned for that. No question or game this week, as we have a full house. Hugh Danny Tanner. And we want to make sure that we get this full mock draft in. So if you guys are ready to get another episode started, then, man, we're here to do it for you. Let's do it! Yeah! Here we're gonna try to touch the NFL news that's everybody going on. gets to say, David. <laughs> I yeah, I don't think we have time for this. All right, well, we're gonna do the the quick the uh, Cliff Notes version. All right, so we gotta start with Aaron Rodgers, who has had a tentative agreement to rejoin the Packers for 2021. Who knows what's gonna happen in 2022? He's going to have concessions, so there's a lot of different things there. Basically, a la Tom Brady, he's gonna have the choice if he wants to leave next season to go anywhere he wants. So that's a long story short. I'm only going to ask a couple of you guys here. I'm going to ask Mr. Joey Wright, what are your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers? Are you, um, do you think he's uh, bound to Green Bay after this season? Do you think he's going to come back after the season? Pass catchers, uh, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, or Aaron Jones, I'm serving the value you were hoping that you were going to get from them. What are your thoughts about all this? So <clears throat> Rogers was the only one in the, when all the news broke that I didn't move in my rankings. I kept him as QB eight. I'm happy with him there. Um, I have him right behind Russell Wilson, but I definitely moved up Aaron Jones to uh, RB five. And then Adams, I put right behind Tyreek Hill at wide receiver two. Um, that's in redraft because I do think it's probably Rogers last year in green Bay um, with everything going on. I don't see how he stays with even the, the to go through that another off season. Yeah, I don't think so. I like it. I, I definitely don't disagree with that. I think it is kind of interesting because uh, I don't think it's hot takey by any means, but I think a lot of people, I'm sure, put Devontae Adams back to number one with Aaron Rodgers back there. You keeping Tyreek Hill there is kind of interesting. Uh, do you think, I mean, Tyreek Hill's obviously been a consistent performer over his last few seasons, but you're confident that with the expected touchdown regression for Devontae Adams, that will keep Tyreek Hill there at number you one? got it. All right. I like it. So let's touch base on another bit of news here. Michael Thomas is expected to miss the start of the Saints 2021 season. He underwent ankle surgery in June. It's going to need about four months to fully recover. Expected to maybe be back after the Saints by around week seven, week eight or so. Uh, So just keep an eye on that. Mr. John June, what are your thoughts on Michael Thomas? Do you think 
where are you drafting him first? What round do you think you're going to look for him in? And are you going to target him in any of your leagues? How did I know you were going to come to me with this question? <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, I, I if I had to draft Michael Thomas today based on the information that we have, probably be looking at like round seven or round eight, maybe in that range. I mean, if he's not expected back until week eight, it'd probably be even later than that, maybe like round 10, actually, now that I'm really thinking about it. Because you know, wide receiver is so deep, and there's so many guys that I could draft. And so why take a guy who I'm going to miss eight weeks for? And it's not like we're getting – and granted, I've been probably one of the biggest proponents of this, which is Michael Thomas is going to be fine regardless of who the quarterback is. But that's just another variable that gets thrown into it, right? It's like, okay, well, he's got the ankle injury. And then it's like, okay, well, he's got to adjust from the quarterback. And then it's like, okay, well, he's going to be eight weeks of not being in the offense. Like, How, how is he going to feel week nine, week ten? And so I think with all those questions, I'm probably out on Michael Thomas. All right. I like it. And, and honestly, yeah, unless he slips to an insane value right now, you have to be worried because he comes back. Maybe he's rusty for a couple games. You don't know which quarterback's throwing him the ball. We know Johnny Foosball is a huge Taysom Hill guy. and it's They got to put him out wide now. They got to put him <laughs> out wide now. There you go. Yeah. Uh, last bit of news we will talk about here. There's a lot of news, but we're not going to do all of it. Sean Watson's reported to camp. Importantly, the, uh, reportedly, the Eagles in Miami have been tied to him. I got to know, uh, Alex, do you think he gets traded somewhere? Do you think he plays the season? What are your thoughts? Uh, that, <clears throat> that's a great question. I, I don't think he gets traded. I think until all these allegations get solved, we never get see, we never see guys get moved when stuff like this is happening. So until the allegations are sorted out, he gets suspended, doesn't get suspended, we'll see. I think that's the time when he gets moved, but I don't see it happening during training camp. I think he's showing up until the commissioner exempts him, but I don't think he plays this year. Yeah, I, it's one of those things we're going to have to keep monitoring and we'll hopefully get answers before the majority of our drafts come at the end of August. So um, it's one of those very polarizing players that sometimes is going undrafted. People are, well, I know in Scott Fishbowl, we're getting him kind of at the round eight, nine, ten. 10, uh, you know, for uh, the, obviously the upside he'll give. But we'll have to see how that plays out. It's going to be interesting. Uh, but yeah, of course, other news you can check out if you uh, go on to your local internet and check it out. But if you enjoy hearing all these great voices, make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button wherever you find your podcast. And if you want to hear more Triple Play. Sorry, did you say local internet? Yeah, your local. I don't know. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay. You, all right. Let's your boy's a little. Continue. Your boy's my, trying my, to. My local movie. internet gives me rolling blackouts. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> yeah, just, you just a mom and pop internet <laughs> shop. <laughs> Check out the fancy baseball and basketball podcasts from the Triple Play Network here. Give us five stars if you enjoy the content. We greatly appreciate it. The website, YouTube channel, all that great stuff. And if you enjoy the, the podcast, that is Triple Play. Remember, we won't kick you out of bed in the morning. So that's just what we do here. Look no further than us because I'm telling you, we just might change your life and we have to pay the bills. So if you're watching the live version, we're sticking here. Podcast version, it's time for a commercial break so John can put that in the edit. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Here we go.
It is draft time. And as you can see, I have our uh, 100-yard dash to determine the draft order. And just to save time, whatever the finish that your person has is where you're drafting. Is everybody okay with uh, that? I absolutely love this thing. Oh, okay, wow. I know you this do. You don't get ads for it. This is awesome. Okay, so am I shuffling it at all, or are we just rocking and rolling? Don't okay. shuffle. Just rock and roll. All right, no shuffles. This is why I put this up there so you guys didn't see. I I'd consider think. myself a little bit lucky, so give me something. All right, we're going to do uh, seconds per rush. Uh, we're going to move the speed as we'll do it faster. Ooh. All right, here we go. Draft order. Three, two, one. Oh. Nick off the ball. Oh, oh, yeah. ball. Come on. Oh, God. Oh, what are you oh, doing? <laughs> oh, my crap. My guy's just – I'm going to have last pick, but that's oh, – there we go. Wow. This always oh, happens to me. Come on, Doc. Come Doc, on, Doc. Oh, Doc. Go off the Doc, wheels. Doc, pull oh, him. David, I just want to beat him in the race. Yo, let's go. Wow. How did I get third, man? John must have, like, just pulled up lame. Yeah, no, like no, no grit from my guy to start <laughs> off and then just <laughs> – this is what so Zach so mentioned this to me. Zach entered to be on the Clint Portis interview, and his guy finished last in that too. He said, I literally finished last in every single 100 yard dash I've entered in. It just holds true here. So I'm going to put the draft order in right now, as uh, this is going to be great podcasting here. All right, can everybody see the screen? Indeed. Such yeah, a teacher good. move, David. Can everybody see the screen? <laughs> there you go. Your boy is a teacher on the side, so uh, on the side, on the side, on the side. <laughs> the draft board is up. Thirty seconds per pick. A ten-team PPR mock draft. Twelve rounds. For those that haven't mocked, we're popping your twenty twenty-one cherry. For those that have, well, it's your first triple play mock, so you're popping your cherry anyway. Uh, draft order you saw was randomized. So you can get the best team. Are you guys ready to draft? Let's do Absolutely. It. Let's do right. it. Don't yeah. you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> right. Draft has started. Alex, you are on the clock. CMC, shocker off the board. Eric, uh, says Michael he, Thomas would have been a sneaky pick. Eric says he does not like Dalvin <laughs> Cook, and he goes Jonathan Taylor. That's his. He's been Ooh. sticking by it all. Oh, season. that just changed everything, man. I was ready to go. Dalvin Cook falls to three. Saquon Barkley by Johnson. Wow. I'm not scared by the Saquon Barkley news at wow. all. Wow. Look, Joe Judge comes from the Belichick tree. There is no reason for anybody to talk about Saquon Barkley's availability in July. All Just right. I like it. Wow. Ambitious. Ezekiel Elliott, Travis Kelsey, which means me at Oh, man. Which running back do I well, I guess Deshaun Watson's going next. Well, this is interesting because it's, it's <laughs> this is full PPR. So Derrick Henry does take a hit in this format. So does Nick Chubb. Um, you know what? We're going to get a little crazy here. This is full PPR. Friend of the show. Going Austin Eckler. There you go. Okay. Wow. Okay. wow. You can never go wrong with picking is friend of the show. This show. I got to do that. Full PPR. Austin Eckler is going to eat as long as he stays healthy. I'll friend take of that the show, friend of the show plug is electric. I like I like how you threw that in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So at the turn there, uh, Zach went Derrick Henry and Tyreek Hill. Not a bad way to go. John took Devontae Adams. And I'm going to double up here. I'm going to go Aaron Jones. Oh, uh, you, you took. Mm, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. with uh, Aaron Rodgers back there, I will take an Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler start. Both guys that should be involved in the passing game a lot for each team. I thought you were going to say both guys that should be on the pod. I mean, I'd love it. Aaron Jones, if you're listening. <laughs> they're, they're, both, they're both friends of the pod, don't you know? Come on. <laughs> David Montgomery. To, yeah, Brad, you are high on David Montgomery. I know that. Oh, yeah, man. They're they're going to bring Tariq Cohen in very slow. And David uh, David Montgomery was a monster. You know, last year he finished RB6, and he's going to get that same workload this year. I, I love him. I think he's way too low. Wow. John, John I mean, Najee sniping Mr. Dap Scout. John, are you wow. high on Najee? Where do you, do you have him? I guess right now he's uh, wow. the top 12 running back for you, which is where I have him. You think he finishes in RB1? Yeah, I have him as the RB12 exactly right now. Um, I keep comparing it to Le'Veon Bell, and I think these two are very similar in terms of the, their, their body types and in terms of their skill sets as well. And Le'Veon Bell in 20 or his rookie season, he finished as the RB8. He uh, averaged over 16.8 PPR, fan, PPR points per game, and he had 289 touches in 13 games. And I think Najee Harris could at least replicate the volume in terms of the touches and the fantasy points should follow. I agree with you. I'm very high on Najee this year. I like your start with Barkley and Najee. Had a couple of receivers go off the board with Mr. Medcalf. Doc taking AJ Brown. You know, my team is my, my, my team is the NFC South, which is kind of uh or the AFC South, which is the worst football or division in football. Alex, you started of course with CMC, which obviously, but then you went Waller and Swift. So talk about your last two picks and your yeah. doc, you're a bit, you're, you're, you're a bitch doc. Okay. Go ahead. Alex. Hey, we don't cuss yeah. on the pod, David. <laughs> wow. So with Waller, I mean, I, I think getting that advantage at tight end over everybody else, over whoever the worst starter is, I think is huge. I love Waller and Swift. I mean, I got to shout out DF bean counter and Ron Stewart. Those guys are two of the best threads I've ever seen on Deandre Swift. I did not like him before I read those, but if you haven't read them, Go check them out because they will change your life on Swift. I am all in on him for this year. I wouldn't be shocked if he's a top five running back. I don't have him ranked there. I don't have him ranked there. That's my hot take. No, I like it. I mean, <laughs> I, I have Swift in my Scott Fishbowl league or in the Scott Fishbowl team. Swift, obviously, is expected to take a big leap in year two. He's got Anthony Lynn, who's had a great history with running backs. Uh, CMC and Swift as your RBs. You got Waller. Uh, so you got advantages at some positions here. I'll be interested to see when you go with your wide receivers or if you load up on running backs as your strategy plays out here. We'll uh, we've, we've had Clyde, of course, go off. Mahomes, Ridley, Mixon, Gaskin, Antonio Gibson. Big run on running backs this round. Good now it's stacking to, up early, David. Now it's, it's been a run on running backs the whole draft. <laughs> now it's to your boy. And I think I'm going. Ten seconds left. I know. I'm panicking. It, Brad, dude, there's not even any skin in the game. This is purely hypothetical. <laughs> wow, David, was that a revenge move for me taking CEH? No, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna take a high end tight end here and get the advantage of that position. Hashtag zero wide receiver. Yeah. Hashtag zero entire team, but we've got yeah. Jefferson off the board, Keenan Allen to finish out round three. Uh Nick, let's go to you. I want to talk about your team. You've got Alvin Kamara. DeAndre Hopkins and Joe Mixon. Are you a Joe Mixon believer this year? I, I am a Joe Mixon believer, and that pick was tough because I really wanted Kittle. Uh, I don't, I don't remember who said it, but you just have such an advantage over those top tight ends, uh, just over the rest of the field. But um, you know, we're we're building, just trying to keep full point PPR in mind. We're just trying to build a team that's going to rack up some points. I mean, uh, just a preview of things to come. 
I like it. I mean, again, got some talented players on that squad. Johnny, let's talk about your team. You're four rounds in. You got Nick Chubb and, of course, Josh Jacobs. I knew there would be Jacobs on that squad somewhere. And then you've got Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson. So uh, why don't you talk about Jacobs, who I know you're higher on than most? Uh, I know a lot of people are down on him with the the Drake signing, but I said it when we previewed the divisions. You guys can listen to it if you want it really in-depth. But um, I think it's going to be less is more. He's going to get less touches, but he's going to be more efficient, and it's just going to open up the lanes for him to spell him a little bit. He's not going to be getting 30 carries a game anymore, but that'll be a good thing. Yeah, you said just watching the games as a Raiders fan that you would look at his production and that the more carries he got, the worse he got every game. He's one of those guys that and, wore and out. It, and it compounds itself when you do you know three games of 30 carries in a row and stuff like that. So uh, I'm not worried about the offensive line at all. It's It was everybody who said it was self-destructed. It was a hypothetical line that only played three snaps together. All right, well – I want to go to Dap Scout now, who just made his fourth round pick. You've got Patrick Mahomes. You've picked the first quarterback off the board, and that's still the only quarterback so far. Dalvin Cook fell to three. You got DK Metcalf, who's got top five a, a top five ceiling, and then you got Miles Sanders, who's a complete wild card. Uh, did you were you wanting to take Mahomes? Would like is that your strategy? God, no quarterback. No man, like you guys are just all over the board here. Like I. Like I'm, I've been throwing off since the third pick. I just couldn't believe Dalvin Cook was third pick, and after that, I was just like, "What is going on here?" So obviously, everybody here is way smarter than me. I was, I was really gonna try to throw a loop at everybody and go like Michael Thomas uh, with my Mahomes uh, pick, but uh, obviously, everybody's had news. Thanks so much, there, David. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean. I, Honestly, I'm just kind of doing whatever kind of falls. Um, I, I was going to go Kyle Pitts because obviously he's already a Hall of Famer and they're going to retire his jersey, I believe, in the first game. Um, so, you know, again, he got sniped for me. So thanks a lot. And then I got Ridley taken for me. So I, I've been having a lot of I've been having a lot of fun so far. Uh, this sucks. You know what's the best part is all these <laughs> these mock drafts. If you can get used to being on the spot, especially if you get sniped and then you have a thirty second. Clock oh, right of now. course. No, it's fun. thanks for uh, yeah. Thanks for not letting me pay attention. Thank you. I well, <laughs> Yeah, I'm just wondering, do you think that I might think about cutting Mike Evans in like week six or something? Oh, I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. I see what you did there. I, uh, I don't explain it. it. Why? He's uh, like, we, he's we won't get into it. that right now. We, we we stay out of drama on this pod. <laughs> I Sorry, that, 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 was, that just fell uh, in my lap. I couldn't pass up that opportunity. I want to talk about, I want to go back to Alex. He's the Deontay Donson truther. That's yeah. that's his guy that he sticks his neck out for. You made sure you got him in round five. What's his ceiling this year? Uh, top five. He was the wide receiver seven from week six on last year. I, I don't think top five is ridiculous, and I don't think like, – I, I did a whole article on even if their pass attempts go down because of the games that he missed with injury. The pass attempts and the targets shouldn't be much different. He gets open at a rate as high as anyone in the entire NFL. Shout out to Matt Harmon's reception perception. And he's built just like Antonio Brown. They're, he, I mean, they're two pounds different, same height. I don't want to make those kind of comparisons, but I mean, this man gets open better than anyone else in the league, and I wouldn't be shocked if he's a top five receiver this year. But I would—I have him ranked around 14. Okay, I'm, I'm very high on Deontay Johnson as well. I have him as the best wide receiver, obviously for the Steelers. People are talking about which one you should draft at their ADPs. I think Deontay Johnson is worth the little extra costs in that offense. Uh, I would love to go to FF Chalupa Batman because he is stacking 
wide receivers. He's taken Tyree Kill, Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup, and Tyler Lockett. He is really building up there. Uh, so I'm deciding if I want to go another wide receiver. Do I want to take my QB1 here? Uh, or do I – you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. Is this best ball? Because if not, then Tyler Lockett shouldn't even be on this draft board, man. I mean, come on now. Wow. We're going to go Jamar Chase here. We're going to go for the upside of Jamar Chase. And I want to go to – let's talk about Joey Wright. I, I want to get your thoughts on your team. You took the best tight end off the board, Travis Kelsey. You got Stefan Diggs, who uh, was the number one targeted wide receiver in the league last year. Obviously, top five wide receiver I think most are expecting. You got Robert Woods, who's a perfect number two complement. And then you got Gibson and Carson. Carson is as steady as they go usually as far as an RB2. And Gibson is a very kind of controversial player. Some have him as a no doubt about it top 10 back. I have him as RB15 right now. I'm a little lower on him than others. What are your thoughts on Antonio Gibson this year? Um, right where you have him is pretty much where I have him. Um, I believe actually I actually have him at 14. Um, <clears throat> you know, people are worried about him not getting receptions, but I think the work he's going to get just running the ball is going to be fine for him. Um, you did take Aaron Jones from me, which almost said a curse word on your, <laughs> on your show. Um, but that, that, that changed the draft for me. It changed everything the way I was thinking. Cause I figured, okay, Jones is going to fall to me. Uh, in the last 24 hours, he keeps going earlier and earlier. Um, so I had to go digs there. Um, but I'm kind of liking the way my, Oh, Michael Thomas. Oh, we have the first uh, auto draft. <laughs> <laughs> Panicked. Poor dad. And I don't usually take a Mr. Wait on quarterback. Um, I, I pretty much plant my flag on that. But mm-hmm. when Dak Prescott's the was it sixth quarterback off the board, I, I have to smash that. It's um, a great value for him there. And it hurts me that I just saw Alex take Jerry Judy. Amazing. So I was, I was hoping he was going to fall another round to me. But Moving. Uh, you do what you can. You have to adjust. Uh I'm interested, Doc. I want to go back to you. Kenny Galladay, you got him in the seventh round. What are your expectations for Kenny Galladay this year? Well, he's probably going to miss some games, which is why he's my wide receiver three. But the Giants spent a lot of money in free agency. And I think with them easing Saquon in, that they're really going to put it on Daniel Jones to see if if he's the franchise quarterback moving forward. Uh, He's going to be a weapon for them in the red zone. I don't think they'll be able to double him because they still have Sterling Shepard. They have Evan Ingram. Obviously, if Saquon does come back, he'll garner some of the, some of the attention. So I expect probably five or six good games from him, and you won't know which ones they're coming, so you just start him every week, and he's that boomer bust. He's the, he's the NFC East Tyler Lockett. NFC East Tyler Lockett, okay. All right. At a cut, we had after we had round seven is Jalen Hurts, Kenny Galladay, T. Higgins, Travis Etienne, Devonta Smith, Adam Thielen, Mike Davis, and I am on the clock. And who am I drafting? Wait, is, still there? is he still there? Is he still there? I'm panicking. Is he still there? Why don't you just say his name? It's not like anybody's picking. I'm looking for him right now. Oh, he's panicking. Holy Four crap, seconds. I can't. You're about just to auto drink. Oh, David Otter. Oh, I, I got him just in time. Devontae nice. Williams. David, you it was the second running back. You could have just clicked running back. <laughs> no, I come, to, come join me with Michael Thomas. Come auto pick with me. <laughs> Do you think Chalupa Batman takes another wide receiver? I specifically chose James Robinson just to push down another running back so he had less options. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I hope he goes like zero QB tight end and just oh, running back. He went Raheem Mostert to get his second running back, and then he took his quarterback, Justin Herbert, who I was going to potentially take. I, I, I'm very low on Justin Herbert this year. I have him as QB 11, which, is up, which upsets all of fantasy Twitter. I get it. But I have, uh, I basically have some stats why I think he is going to degre- or regress some. Keep in mind, he was QB9 last year with all the success he did have. So um, it's not a huge regression by any means if you're looking just at his, his finish here. Um, am I going to keep waiting on a quarterback? Hmm, that's the question. Yeah, you know what? We'll get, we'll get our quarterback here. We'll get A-Rod. All right. So we're in round eight now. Finishing out round seven was... Uh, Javante Williams, James Robinson, Raheem Mostert. And then we started round eight with Justin Herbert, DJ Chark, Aaron Rodgers, Chase Claypool, and Debo Samuel. Joe, I want to go back to you. And this isn't a pick that you made. I'm just curious. John decided to go DJ Chark. What is the rank for the Jags pass catchers for you? Do you have it as Chark, Chenault, Jones, or a different order? What's your order for those guys? Um, I... Shark Chenault Jones, yes. Shark Chenault Jones. I have him in. Um, I am terrified of the Jaguars' offense this year, though. And not like I'm not terrified. Like I'm not hiding in my room away from it or anything. I mean, I'm very <laughs> close to Jacksonville. Um, I just I don't know what Urban Meyer is going to do. I really don't. Um, I mean, him taking Etn in the in the draft, I was just like, okay, threw the papers in the air. Have no idea what's going on. <laughs> uh, so, but that would be the order I would take them in. Um, but if there are two players I'm deciding between and one of them is a Jaguars receiver and I've got him pretty close, I'm probably going with the other player. Do you have uh, over or under 4,000 yards for Travis or for Lawrence? Um, I need right at 4,000 probably. Okay. 17 games, he could walk into it. That's yeah, true. That's true. <laughs> There's the extra that's game. 17th game. Now, Nick, I want to go to you. You took Chase Edmonds. So first, what was your process for taking Edmonds? Do you think he's definitely the 1A over Connor? And then, Doc, are you hurting because Chase Edmonds didn't fall to you? I I love him. I mean, just thinking back last year, when he'd get in the game, I mean, it was just different. Like, he's explosive. He runs really well. Uh, Now, here's a pick that you're going to love, David. My guy. Mike Kosicki. Getting his tight end. I mean, I've been I've been hiring him for two, three years. I mean, uh, really since he started like getting reps. But um, no, we're feeling good. I don't know how you guys are letting everyone fall to me. I mean, this is unbelievable. <laughs> Justin Tucker, holy smokes! That's right. Justin Tucker off Ronald the road. Kickers, let it start. It's not not taking the first. Yeah, let it start. Let's go. So, so here's my thing: is I really like Chase Edmonds last year, but now that he's getting a lot of hype, I feel like I have to back off a little bit. Yeah, he is getting risen up draft boards here. Uh, I do want to actually just trying to be a contrarian. I, I yeah, gotta go to, like, I gotta like, go to John I, with J O N. The J O N John. Real, go ahead, go ahead, Doc. I was gonna say Chase Edmonds is a 15 to 18 touch per game to maximize his efficiency. I don't think he can handle 20 touches, and I think that's what everybody's drafting him as. I don't know. I, I think Arizona throws a lot. I think that's why they got AJ Green. They still have Christian Kirk, DeAndre Hopkins. So, John, I want to go to you as I make my pick here. You took Michael Carter and, again, did not slip an extra round like I was hoping. Uh, did you take him knowing that I would have taken him in the next round? Yeah, I um, actually took ETN hoping that Carter would make it back to me. And then when he did, I was like, well, I don't want to risk him not making it back to me the next round. So 
let me just take him now. Um, I, you know, obviously, I know you're high on Carter. Uh, I was high. I've been high on Carter for a while. I know. Uh, it, obviously, everyone knows I'm a Jets fan, but I've been a huge fan of Carter since before he was, uh, since before the Jets ever drafted him. Um, sorry, I'm trying to make my pick. Is now you could sit here. Oh yeah, my guy. All right, let's go. Um, oh, good pick. <laughs> <Your> guy, <Ryan> <laughs> <Tannehill>. <laughs> um, no, seriously, I'm actually really high on Ryan Tannehill this year. Just I think that he could I, just him going as QB 11 when he gets an upgrade from Corey Davis to Julio Jones. Um, and this and the, the efficiency should just go up when you consider well for Derrick Henry at least. And I just think that this offense is going to be really hard to stop. And Ryan Tannehill is just going to be the main beneficiary of that. But back to the point on Carter, I really have on Carter. I had him as my RB five going into just even pre-draft. I was surprised he made it past the third round. And um, when the Jets scooped him up at one Oh seven, I couldn't be happier. And so definitely think he brings a, an added element from not just, uh, you know, a, a speed element that the Jets didn't have at the running back position, but also, a player that can catch the football out of the backfield. I think he does all of that. And when you're looking for a running back at this point in the draft, you're looking for someone that has that passing, that pass catching ability could, that could eventually lead to a three down roll. I like it, Brad. I want to go to you now. Oh, As that was auto picked again. Brad, you took the first kicker, Justin Tucker in round nine, and then you took the first defense in Washington D in round 10, two rounds early before the last two picks here. Uh, people usually, I, I'm not one of them, but there's definitely a lot of fantasy Twitter that does not believe taking those until your last two picks. Why did you take them earlier? Yeah, my general general strategy is to kind of always go towards uh, scarcity. So typically for my first three or four picks, I'll take running backs and then I'll go to tight ends after that. And then from there, my strategy is always to, to fill out my lineup with, you know, my starting lineup with the best picks available in my mind. So even if there's, you know, a great running back or wide receiver left for me for depth, if I think that there's going to be scarcity at like a defensive position or, you know, kicker, which there generally is, I'll go ahead and take it early. Okay. I like it. Uh, And with it being 12 rounds, the 11th and 12th mostly need to be used unless you're going to drop somebody off the waiver wire. It is only 12 rounds. So uh, it's going to be a starting lineup and I believe it's only one or two bench spots. So, that is a very thin league. You got to be smart. Uh, it was talked about to keep this league. I don't know if we will, but um, well. God, please don't. <laughs> Dav, I got to go to your team. I know you're auto picked on two of them. Oh, no, David, you got to see who I just picked. Zay Jones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. oh, wow. I'm glad Zay Jones was able to uh, to make an appearance on this pod. Oh, yeah. big ones here. Uh, Zay Jones, friend of the pod. But, uh, Go ahead, go ahead, Dap. You got uh, you have your receivers as Metcalf, Cooper, Michael Thomas was auto picked, T. Higgins, Cortland Sutton, Juju. You have three running backs: Dalvin Cook, Miles Sanders, and Ronald Jones. Your tight end is Robert Tunyon, and then your quarterback course, like I said, Pat Mahomes. Uh, go ahead. Yes. What do you yeah, think? So, so, uh, so Robert Tunyon will not be my starter. I'd much rather go with uh, the guy I'm going to pick here in a second. Here, hopefully, whenever he comes around, I'll just you know, deal with whatever comes up with the, the, the other fun that I'm, I'm going to have here. But uh, no, I'm definitely, I'm definitely happy with the first parts of my team, right? I, I'm, I'm going to be totally fine with uh, Troutman because he's going to feast and obviously he's better than Tunyon. I mean, after the first three tight ends, it's just all 
whatever at that point. But, I mean, I, I don't understand how people are so off on Juju. I mean, it's not like the guy just fell off the face of the earth. I mean, he's not Todd Gurley, for goodness sakes. Um, you know, Michael Thomas, uh, it hurts me. Uh, but in T. Higgins, I wasn't exactly – I was really wanting – I was man, it was a hard decision there. Um, yeah, I, I feel okay with a lot of this stuff, but um, honestly, I was really um, – I was really hoping to get a couple more, you know, sleeper pieces, but this is a tough room. You guys are getting all the parts that I was like, man, I'm going to get this guy and just show off. But no, some of those guys went off early. No, I mean, it, it is a tough room, 10 team league. So there's a lot of talent, but it's also a lot of decisions you got to make too. That's, I think people sometimes, you know, they'll, they'll poop on if you play 10 team leagues, but it's a lot more strategy in a sense because there's a lot more players to choose from and you're on your bench to start in the free agent wire. Uh, so it adds another element there. I want to go back to Alex, your team that you drafted. You have Jalen Hurts at quarterback, your QB1. You made sure you got Jalen Hurts. You got Christian McCaffrey, DeAndre Swift. You got uh, also Zach Moss, uh, who people are still believing in Zach Moss, but it's a good depth piece for you. You went heavy on wide receiver. You got Julio Jones, Deontay Johnson, Jerry Judy, Will Fuller, Robbie Anderson. Uh, and then we won't talk about kickers and defenses, but – I want to go to Jalen Hurts. Why is he your QB1? Okay, well, my flag plant is he's going to be the QB1. That's like a super, super, super bold prediction. I have him ranked sixth for me in actual QBs. But I just think the rushing upside is unlimited. I think like year after year, like we saw with the Godwin and Ridley had fit that exact same mold, and those players seemed to break out. And I'm following the second-year QB that ends up being the QB1 mold of going Lamar one year, Kyler another year, and then Jalen Hurts this year. And I know the same year with Lamar, they're like his weapons, his weapons, his weapons. But we saw him be the QB3 last year over his three full starts. I mean, you can doubt him all you want. But just because of the rushing upside at the end of the day, I think I'm going to back that. And Ian Harditz did a study, the last thing I'll say, that it was 67% of QBs that average at least four and a half rushing attempts a game finishes a top eight QB in fantasy points per game. Um, And so if he's averaging 11 like he did last year, anything close to that, I think he's a surefire top eight QB, but a potential to really hit super high. I like that. No, I do. I mean, he's the ultimate boomer bust guy, and you're getting him as right now a, a you know a borderline. Is he bust? Like, I feel minutes. like we've we've never really seen him bust. What I mean, what I, I think like always boom. What rushing think, quarterback is busted besides Cam Newton last year, who was still the QB exactly. 15 with those weapons? Twelve that, touchdowns for Cam Newton. That's a, last year. okay. You're right. I should definitely rephrase that. I think with the Brad's chance, guy Cam Newton. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's something that up, the chance that he obviously if, if the Eagles aren't sold on him people were talking about how Deshaun Watson might go there um so you know you have to wonder Eagles long term believe in him and obviously you have to wonder of course throughout a whole season you know a rushing quarterback the injury risk is he going to get hurt there. right yeah so there is there is and then okay. obviously he's also a very controversial player because Alex you have him at one and then some people have him outside the top 12 he might have the most variance in terms of where he's ranked than any other quarterback as well. So, yeah, that's um, fair. but I, I do like, I do definitely your reasoning backs up, you know, what you think he could be the QB one. And I definitely don't knock that for sure. Let's go to doc. Let's go to your team. You drafted Lamar Jackson as your quarterback. You got Jonathan Taylor and Clyde Edwards. Hilaire. I love that running back tandem. Daryl Henderson and Trey Sermon two upside plays to back them up. And then you have Mike Evans, Kenny Galladay, and that's it. <laughs> oh, and I'm sorry, imagine AJ Brown. Imagine picking a backup quarterback on a mock draft. Imagine <laughs> what a boring. Imagine, imagine taking Josh Jacobs in the fourth round. So, Doc, <laughs> Doc, you have. I'm not a fan of your receivers outside AJ Brown. I think it's pretty trashy. But I love your running backs. 
you have a high upside run uh, quarterback in Lamar Jackson. Uh, explain your draft process here to the audience. Yeah, so the number two pick, I think Jonathan Taylor gets a lot of volume from what we saw his last six games. I think he's the gold lineback, and I think there's an upgrade at quarterback, which is going to help. Uh, A.J. Brown, I think good value, and wide receivers were going pretty quick. CEH, you've done a breakdown video of why. Lamar, I actually think, has a very good chance of finishing QB1. He's in a contract year. They upgraded his weapons at wide receiver. He, I know he had a slow start to the year last year, but finished pretty well. Daryl Henderson, I liked the value in sixth round. And Mike Evans and Kenny Galladay, look, they're tall receivers. They're boom bust. Uh, TJ Hawkinson's going to get the volume. Uh, and Trey Sermon, I don't think, is going to play right away. But I do think week five, week six, he'll be the starter, which is why I went running back heavy, because I think I can afford to have him on my bench. Yeah, I mean, Trey Sermon could be a league winner. If he, you know, if something happens to Raheem Mostert and he gets most of the work, uh, in that system, almost any running back seems to succeed. So if he's getting the work, be a great value there. Let's go to, to J O N John, Mr. J R Football Nerd, Saquon and Najee to start. Calvin Ridley, who I know Brad, I'm sure was very upset that it didn't make it back to him in third rounds. His wide receiver won this year. You also went Kyle Pitts' teammates, so you're all in on the Atlanta passing attack. You get some high upside wide receivers, CD Lamb and Brandon Ayuk followed by some rookies that have some high ceilings in Travis Etienne and Michael Carter, Tyler Boyd and Mike Williams as some good bench depth pieces, Naheem Hines, and Ryan Tannehill is your quarterback, who we know Ryan Tannehill is one of the most efficient quarterbacks, a top five quarterback, actually statistically, as long as he's had A.J. Brown healthy. So explain your draft process, John. What are you thinking here? Yeah, I mean, like I talked off the top, I'm not nervous about Saquon Barkley. I think everyone is so high on this Giants offense. So why are we so low on the best player in it? So I'm going to continue to take Saquon Barkley, who I have him as the RB2. I'll continue to take him wherever he falls to me out after that. Uh, Najee Harris, I already talked about that. Calvin Ridley, I wasn't even prepared to take him. I was going to go. I would preferred to go like a running back here. I was really hoping DeAndre Swift made it to me here because uh, I'm, I'm all over him in PPR leagues. But – um, you know, Calvin Ridley went off the board as wide receiver six or seven, the wide receiver seven, and he's easily a top three wide receiver. So that was more just about price there. Um, and then, yeah, Kyle Pitts, I mean, got him at tight end five. I do have him at four. I think, yes, that is, you know, considering his ceiling, but I think that also you have to factor in that the floor for the Atlanta tight end is probably higher than most, than most tight end groups around the league. When you consider the how often Matt Ryan utilizes the tight end, uh, CD Lamb, I mean, to get him as my wide receiver two, I would have been glad with him as my one. Uh, to, and then to get Ayuk as my three, who I'm all over Brandon Ayuk. I mean, I think eight, his ADP right now, uh, according to four for four.com, is like wide receiver 25. Uh, I've, I've, I think that he's a wide receiver one. I've got him ranked at like 14. Um, so I'm all over him. And then we talked about. Uh, Michael Carter, but ETN to me, I mean, you know, I, I obviously I think I heard, I think it might have been Joey uh, talking about concerns about the, the the Jags, and I completely understand those. But ETN probably seems like the safest guy because his role, you, you, I mean, it's a projection, but you assume that it's going to come with a lot of um, receptions, and he'll be a PPR machine. And then the last two guys I want to talk about: Tyler Boyd, Mike Williams. Tyler Boyd, to me, he's a starter in PPR leagues. He's going to have a thousand yards, a hundred catches, and a thousand yards. You could pretty much lock him in for that. The touchdowns won't be there, 
but he'll be a weekly option in PPR leagues. And the Mike Williams, I think with Justin Herbert, I know, Mandy, you're not high on him and you're not as high on him. You think there's some regression there, but I think Mike Williams with Hunter Henry being out um, and potentially more of passing volume from this Chargers offense, I think, you know, last year they ran a lot. They were one of the highest run running teams in the league, even though they were one of the worst run teams in the league. And I think you have a coaching staff that's going to come in here, realize that Justin Herbert is the guy he's a legitimate NFL quarterback. And, you know, that passing volume should go up as, as a result, especially with Joe Lombardi coming in as the new OC from new Orleans. But after that, I'm, I'm all into my drafts. If, if you're out there and you're listening, if your league settings allow you to not draft a kicker or a defense, I highly suggest it, especially if you're drafting early. Cause I'm like, you could get a guy like, you know, I don't know. I'm just going to throw a guy out there. Uh, Trey Sermon, right? Say, let's say Raheem Mostert, uh, I mean, obviously, Tramer Sermon is not going late, but one of these guys that could go late and then a running back gets hurt, like we saw a few years ago with Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt was going like undrafted, or like the, I got him in the 15th round of some leagues. And, you know, uh, the starter got hurt at the time. I think Spencer Ware and Kareem Hunt came a free lot, became a free lottery ticket, a potential league winner. So don't waste your spot. I mean, I, I understand some of the strategies involved, but the probability there's higher upside in some of these other players. All right, I like it. And I will say just for the Justin Herbert note, I'm a little lower on him just because he with the fourth most pass attempts in the league last year. And I expect with a healthy Eckler, with a better defense, that they're going to probably have less chances in there. So he has to be more efficient for him to be a better quarterback. And I think he is a good NFL quarterback. I'm just questioning that if he was the QB9 with the fourth most pass attempts in the league and pretty much a lot of negative game scripts as far as them having to keep airing the ball out, uh, that's the part where I'm I'm a little bit more skeptical of him being as high as he is, but you also got him at a pretty good value there. Uh, Nick, I want to go to you. Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon, J.K. Dobbins. Of course, Nick's a Ravens fan, so he got his, his Ravens guy there. Chase Edmonds. You got DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Godwin, Devonta Smith, the rookie, and Jalen Waddle, another rookie. You got your guy Mike Gusecki at tight end, and you got Russell Wilson as your QB. Talk to us about your team a little bit. No, I, I, I feel good. I think I uh, incorrectly assumed that I had to fill up uh, all those requirements here. Otherwise, probably wouldn't have gone uh, defensive kicker. But right. uh, up until that point, you know, it, it's also different. I don't play a lot of full-point PPR. Um, so I had to kind of put it uh, in my head, like Kamara and Hopkins, they just get targets nonstop. So I felt really good about that. Honestly, in this entire uh, draft, the only pick that I – really don't like is mixing. Like I, I just, um, I, I can never get comfortable having him on my team. I think this year will be a little bit different because like love Joe Burrow. I think he's got weapons to throw to that offensive line is not good, obviously. Um, so we'll see. I mean, he'll, he'll still put up numbers, but a guy I really like uh, being completely uh, biased is JK Dobbins, especially with an extra game. I mean, I, there's no way he doesn't break a thousand rushing yards, even with there being so much competition. Um, you know, that's just a really, really strong rushing team, especially with the boosted O line. Um, then throughout there, you know, I just went up high upside. I like Godwin, uh, Russell Wilson. I did that for you, David. I know you're real high on him. Um, and then, you know, with like Devonte Smith, like that Edmonds, Jalen Waddle, those are all more like, honestly, for the purpose of this, just kind of like gut picks. Like I love watching those guys play. Uh, obviously no like repercussions here, but 
um, at their at the various levels they played at last year. I mean, they were problems every single time they stepped on the field. Like obviously in a good way. So um, I, I'm willing to make that gamble, just considering the depth I have uh, from the earlier draft picks. And you know, um, we're we're feeling really good. I like it. I like when Nick feels good. Everything's better when when Nick. That's right. Good. That's right. Uh, Brad, let's go to your team. You were the only team to start out with three straight running backs. You went Zeke, Montgomery, Gaskin, and that's a normal draft strategy I know that you like to do. You went Mark Andrews and then Kyler Murray, and then you didn't take your first wide receiver until round six where you went Odell, Adam Thielen, and Debo Samuel. Uh, Then you ended up taking Leonard Fournette in the last round. Talk to us about your process. I know you're a big three running back guy. Kyler Murray, you wanted him to use your QB1 last year when people had him closer to the back end of the top 10. So you were right on that call. Use your QB one this year. Talk to us about your process a little bit. Uh, I actually have important breaking news. I just found out that PBS has canceled the hit show, Arthur. What? How do you guys feel about that? That's That's tough. How can you cancel Arthur? After 25 years. That's absurd. I'm Arthur's fist memeing right now. Having having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card. That's so right. Ran all those wow. old seasons. Wow. Jeez, that's that's wild. I'm that's... almost too depressed to talk about my lineups. Um, yeah, the, you you said most of it, Dave. Um, it, my strategy is pretty much all about scarcity. Um, I think running backs are hard to come by. Starting running backs, that is, workhorse running backs. So I try to get that early because you know the NFL has a 100% injury rate. There's a good chance that one of your one of your starting running backs that you drafted is going to go down, and when that happens, there's a lot of scrambling, trying to get guys in the waiver wire. That's not something I like to do. So, I go running backs early, and then after that, I'll go tight end because if you don't have a what top five or six tight end, you're pretty much in the waiver wire every week. Um, so after that, normally there's a good selection of QBs to go after, and that's where the bulk of your points is going to come from. So I try to get get my guy there. I like Kyler Murray a lot. I like, you know, there's, there's a probably a handful of 10 guys that I think, you know, you'd be comfortable in starting with every week. And then after that, it's kind of a, a scramble just to, to fill out my roster. And I tend to go wide receiver or best player available. And that kind of got me to, to Odell feeling and Samuel. And then, yeah, from there I went defense and kicker. All right. And Joey, let's go to your team. You have the tight end advantage over everybody with Travis Kelsey Dak Prescott, who could be the QB1. There's a member of Triple Play named Kevin Coleman who's very sold on him being the QB1. You got Gibson Carson, Mike Davis heading your running backs there. And then you got a lot of upside plays after your Diggs and Woods combo. You've got Claypool, Curtis Samuel, and then you have, is that a Bonnie Brown from, or no, I'm sorry, uh, Antonio Brown. That's Antonio Brown, yeah. There we go. There's so many A Browns out there. I decided to look, I saw, then I saw it was Tampa Bay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so talk to us about your team. Uh, again, I like your quarterback. Running backs are solid. You've got, you've got a. I think you might have the most sound team. Like it's a very nice floor that your team gives you. I appreciate. It. I just really want to talk about my kicker. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I only took a kicker in defense because I thought I was supposed to. Yeah, I, I think and, it, they technically are roster requirements if we kept this league. No. So as I was watching the draft unfold in the first round, um, when I saw four running backs go right away, which is pretty typical. I moved Kelsey up in my queue because I was like, well, it's 10, it's a 10 team league. So players that are normally there in a 12 team league are going to fall to me, um, which I was almost right about. Um, so I took Kelsey at seven um, and I was hoping Jones or Eckler would fall to me at the, what is that? Two Oh four. 
Um, mm-hmm. It didn't happen, so I went digs. And then from there, I just had to pivot and build a team and then took Gibson and Carson, which are both top um, 15 running backs for me. Um, but I have a top 12 receiver in Robert Woods on in my rankings, my quarterback three in Prescott. So I really like my core there. Um, took Mike Davis to back up those running backs because – running backs go down i think it was bradley that said that um by the way bradley if you ever want to read some poetry and get it like recorded for me really i'd really appreciate that um you got it i thought he was going to give a poetry recommendation oh listen every night my wife and i we read poetry to each other before we go to bed oh wow that's beautiful that's 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 wonderful i really i'm really upset about arthur i have to go break that news to a four-year-old now so you guys are upset for you but you know try to Tell to a kid now. We'll have her write a sonnet about our feelings. <laughs> I will. John, real quick, if you want to just tell us, obviously you have Josh Allen. Of course, Josh Jacobs made your squad. Nick Chubb and James Robinson. You got Devonta Adams, Justin Jefferson, studs at the wide receiver position. Uh, in 60 seconds or less, how do you feel about your team? I feel really good. The only pick I don't feel that good about was James Robinson. was just just to mess with Chalupa Batman and pick up <laughs> running back. <laughs> I love it. Chalupa Batman. I feel went. the best about the Zay Jones. Everybody loves Zaymond. Yes, yes. Everybody, Everybody loves Zaymond. Made sure he got him with his last pick. FF Chalupa Batman went five wide receivers after his first pick of Derrick Henry and then ended up getting Duke Johnson. I'm sorry, David Johnson and Raheem Mostert to get his running backs in there. Took Justin Herbert. Uh, my team, Eckler, Aaron Jones, George Kittle. I took three straight wide receivers in McLaurin, DJ Moore, Jamar Chase, and then got a couple high upside running backs, Javante Williams, Damian Harris, Aaron Rodgers is there. Uh, interesting team. I, I'm pretty happy actually how it turned out, but it's a mock draft. So it's all for experimentation. We all love just dabbling in and uh, getting used to the draft season. As you make it sound like we're on drugs, David. It's experimentation. We're dabbling in. What I mean, are you trying to tell it, us? Mock drafting is kind of like a drug. It's like you want to keep doing it, right? There's like all those best ball drafts. So, all right. Well, on that note, I want to make sure we can get, oops, I want to make sure we can get everybody out of here and uh, really appreciate all you guys joining us because it was an absolute blast to have this whole star studded crew on the show today. I'm going to start with you, Mr. Nick Loisel, since you're the first one on the screen up top there. Anything you would like the audience to know about you, your Twitter handle, or anything you got going on? Keep, keep listening to the pod. Uh, you know, represent. Uh, oh, look at all. that. Keep doing it, yeah. A little shout out. I love you it. I've seen a dollar of that merch money, Nick. That's right. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep buying, dude. I'll keep buying. Nick, Appreciate you're a it. pleasure to have on the show. It was absolute best having you. What about you, Mr. Dap Scout, Mr. JP, making your pod uh, appearance? What do you got the people to know about you? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, please um, subscribe to my, you know, pay per, you know, word, you know, picture. Uh, Patreon account where I do thighs and calves. It's my uh, special scouting for running backs. I only look at thighs and calf widths. Love it. Um, and diameters. And so it goes back a while. And it's definitely the best way to draft running backs and tight ends. But that like on OnlyFans, man, not not Patreon. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I used to have an OnlyFans, but of course, my DJ left me, Brad, uh, with his wow. voice that sounds so incredibly alluring. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, um, Nick, you didn't yeah. also didn't give your uh, what's where's your Twitter at? What can people follow you at? Uh, my longest Yale boy at n underscore Loisel. Yeah, best Twitter handle in the game. And Dap Scout, you're just at Dap Scout, right? That's correct. All right, good, good. What about you, Alex Caruso, the best up and coming host in the game. Where can they find <laughs> you and your pod? 
Uh, you can find me at Alex Caruso on Twitter, straight up on that. You can follow me at Fresh underscore Fantasy um, on TikTok. You can find me at the Fresh Fantasy Podcast on any podcast platform. New episode coming up tomorrow with the talented and wonderful Stefania Bell. Um, you should all tune in, but this is a great mock draft. Really great, really great group of people, and I'm just happy to be among you guys. So thank you so much. Happy to have you. And uh, yeah, I, it was kind of just picking guys I liked all over the place, but everybody gelled together. I think this was pretty nice. This was, uh, I wish we all had, were in the same room drinking a beer together, maybe in the future. Uh, Joey Wright, my man, why don't you tell everybody what you got going on? You got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, well, yeah. So I'm at the Joey Wright on Twitter. Um, you can find my writing at Rasball. I had an article go up today about early uh, scheduled quarterbacks, who to target, who to kind of fade away from. Um, I'm a fantasy pros. I got my rankings up there. And if you like pro wrestling, wrestling Matt podcast, I'm on there talking about pro wrestling. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, so football is the main thing, but yeah, I, you know, have fun with the wrestling stuff. So, but thank you so mind. much for having me on at a blast. A lot of these Twitter handles I'd seen and interacted with a few of them, but to actually get to see the faces is really cool. Yeah. And, uh, I got to up my wrestling game, so I might need to, uh, to pick your brain a little bit. Do they have DFS for wrestling? No, so I pitched that to AEW. Uh, it's this new promotion oh, wow. they're on TNT now. Um, I actually sent their um, marketing department like a like a pitch, and I didn't hear anything back. But you know, all right. Well, I'm, I'm sending them. An email I don't think you're allowed to gamble on something that is like choreographed. The it's it's mocking it as like an entertainment thing. I'm just saying you can't, physically no, can't let gambling happen on something where they know the result. Yeah, so oh, they do put WrestleMania um, lines up. Do they? And then it's very funny because about 30 minutes before it starts, you see the line start moving, and then you know who's going to win on the match. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's definitely McMahon family behind the scenes, definitely taking some money by moving those lines. <laughs> oh man. What about you, Mr. John June? Uh, one of one of the best guys in the game, one of the nicest guys in the game. Can you tell everybody what you got going on? Appreciate that, Mandy. I mean, look, this was awesome. I appreciate you guys having me on, get with this group of characters here, man, and, and analysts, and, and hear all the great takes. That, that's been great. But in terms of me and my work, at JR Football Nerd, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, um, Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, just recently launched on YouTube as well. So right now we're one show a week. In August will be two shows a week, and then September will be four shows a week. Um, uh, now we have Liftoff New York Jets podcast. That's a Jets podcast if you happen to be a Jets fan or you just want to hear that much about the Jets and what they got going on that you want to go listen to it. Check that out. We're also on YouTube. But probably the best, the most important thing I got cooking right now, uh, Fancy for Unity. It's a fancy football uh, tournament, a charity tournament. We call it the Unity Bowl. Basically, all you have to do is – Donate $20 to one of uh, pr three pre-selected organizations, the ACLU, the Conscious Kid, or the Equal Justice Initiative. You send that you send that receipt via DM or an email to Fantasy for Unity. Uh, we have a Twitter page and an Instagram account, and we'll get you entered into the tournament. It's a 12-team or 12-team. There'll be multiple leagues, um, but <clears throat> we're going to try to get a large field tournament, but basically a PPR league and we're going to crown a champion at the end of it, and all, all of it's going to a great cause. So if, you, if you're interested in that or you know, even if you got a lot of fancy teams you just want to donate, definitely appreciate you checking that out. Yeah, and when you put that out, we'll make sure our account tweets it out and, and gets it out there so other people can see it as well. I, I love that, and it's definitely sounds like it's for an amazing cause, and, and I love when you can tie fantasy football and charity together. So that's awesome stuff that you're doing right there. Uh, but everybody, again, appreciate you guys coming on. We definitely got to get out of here so the Super Fantasy Bros can record. 
Make sure you stick around next week. We'll be starting our rankings episode, starting with quarterbacks joined by somebody that I do not know yet. I'll be reaching out, figure out who will come on, but it'll be a Aaron fun time. Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, no, don't spoil, don't spoil it. You can't spoil it. It's, I got to keep running wraps. But until then, everybody be safe. Go draft the best ball, and we're going to make like a bread truck and haul these buns. Catch you guys in the next one.